Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the Junk Time AFL podcast. End of trades 2016. It's 2.29. As I look at the clock right here, 2.29pm. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man who this week spent a fortune on a van and removalist to get Bryce Gibbs back to Adelaide. It's Adam Rosenbachs. I'm a shattered man, Michael. Mm-hmm. I'm a shattered man. When they when Adelaide came up and said Gibbsy wants to go back to Adelaide, I was a happy man. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. a very excited man. I thought, you know what? Because he's a, he's a fantastic player, Bryce Gibbs. Don't yeah. get me wrong, Carlton yeah. fans, if you're out there. But if you're a Carlton fan, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know what it's like to, to watch Gibbsy go at uh, quarter pace for most of the season then play a couple of blinders. Yeah, he's a great spewer. He spews, yeah. and that was that was the one good game he played. Everyone went, he spewed. This is the Gibbs that we want to see. And then he just went back to, to good old-fashioned Gibbs. And the thing is, Carlton couldn't get the job done. They so Adelaide were offering pick 13, and then we said, we want Charlie Cameron. They said, we're not giving you Charlie Cameron. We said, what about Mitch McGovern? They said, we're not giving you McGovern. We said, what about... And then they said, what about Jared Lyons? And we said, no, we don't want, we don't want Jared Lyons. And I say to Carlton, why don't you take pick 13? Because that was always on the table. 13's a pretty decent pick, too. It's a very good pick. Although he is worth a little bit more than that. If they want to load up and win a flag... Well, wait a second. You've just said his shit for, for a minute. And yeah, but he's, he's good for other teams. Than 13. Mate, but if he's living at home, you know what he's missing? Yeah. He's missing Farmer's Union iced coffee. He's missing fruit chocks. And he want, the boy wants a frog cake. And the boy wants to walk over the footbridge. Of course he wants to walk over the, the footbridge. footbridge. So what price do you put on a footbridge? That's two first round draft picks. Yeah, good point, actually. Yeah, that's a, that's a f- future future three. Yeah, round three. exactly. F- Carlton butchered this so badly. Somehow we ended up with Josh Bootsma back in it. It's like we <laughs> fucked this right up. And okay. So we're, we're, what happens now? Well, Satanta comes back, obviously. Yeah, well, good. Yeah, because we get we got two extra, we got three extra players from, uh, from GW. I think the word is now you've got no, uh, eight or nine. Uh, Giants are down at Carlton. Yeah, trying to get some of that winning culture. Well, you know, we've got some good Neeful players yeah. on our list. Essentially, the sauces is started up to all the pe- the players that he knows personally. Well, the ones that he drafted in the first yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, I did a pretty good job at that. I'm going to yeah. get them over here. Yeah, I did a really good job picking you who can't get a game in the ones. <laughs> and tradable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very tradable. The ones who GWS couldn't give a fuck about. Oh, dude. It's been a massive. We've been sitting here for the last, uh, I don't know, half an hour, kind yeah. of watching it tick over, tick over, tick over. So we were listening to the NAB Trade Radio, which NAB is Trade the Radio. AFL website, yeah. and then SEN, uh, was it Trade Central? And then obviously uh, the massive news uh, came through um, just recently. Geelong has unveiled a new playing jumper for next year's NAB Challenge. That's the biggest news, isn't it? That kind of overshadowed everything. That's the big scoop, yeah. I don't think anyone cared whether Deledio got to GWS uh-uh. or, you know, O'Meara ended up at Hawthorne. No way. We want to know about the new sponsorship deal with Cotton On that yep. they have. A jumper that was developed <laughs> in partnership with Josh Caddy, who's not there anymore. Wow. Mitch Duncan, George Horan-Smith and mm. Scott Selwood. So the players actually got involved in the creation of the jumper. And it's got a number of functions, including moisture management and odour control. It doesn't. It's, it's a fucking No, how dare, dare you doubt cotton on? Really? This the, is... the people of cotton on can combat fucking smell? 
Yes, and, and moisture management. Okay. That is what cotton on a big one. I mean, you think, all right, when you think sporting brands in the world, what do you think? You think Nike? American Apparel. Yeah, Under Armour. Victoria's Secret. Yeah, and Cotton On. Cotton On. Yeah. yeah. I know you think American Apparel because you just look at the uh, the website all day. Uh, and also they have what they call on the shorts, a, a paddy pocket. Paddy pocket, uh, a request from superstar Patrick Dangerfield to have a place to put his mouth guard when lining up for goal. Really? It's a little change. They've added a little pocket in A little pocket. Pop your little mouth guard in there instead of your sock. It's unhygienic in the sock. Or what about, does Buddy shove it into his pants? Uh, He might actually. He might pop it at the top of the shorts. That's a bit weird. I mean, if if you've got no pubes, that's okay. But if you're puby. But like a female tennis player, they'll pop the tennis ball kind of up around the, the waist. Even then, though, that's leg hair. That's sweaty leg hair. Unless you're wearing... Uh, moisture management pants. Hence why we have cotton on on board. Obviously, yeah, they're doing a great yeah. job. Okay, doing that's a okay. Trades, Adam, it's been massive. It's been massive. It was panicked. It was panicked near the end there. It was. I mean, uh, the list the list manager, Terry Wallace, he was losing his nut. Yep. Purple was having a ball. <laughs> they were all going crazy, weren't they? And it's still kind of trickling in. So I'm just kind of looking over Twitter as it goes through. So all right, still... one of the first ones sealed was your man, Ty Vickery. How do you feel about, how do you feel about Vickery? I mean, the man can't even ca- catch an imaginary ball. I think the biggest news I found out was that he's uh, married to a tennis player. Yeah. I didn't know that at all. You no, would he, thought he, that would got a bit more coverage. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she obviously not very good. Well, actually, yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. I don't know. If she was half decent, we, we would have heard about her. That's a good point. Yeah. 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 Still, it, those people who win Wimbledon three times kind of don't really slip under the radar no, too often, do they? <laughs> not a lot. No. And if she's going out with Ty Vickery, she's obviously, she's gone, you know what? I want to go out with someone who's a, a sports star. And yep. she's, that's her, that's her idea of aiming high. Is Ty Vickery. Very I mean, cool. Very cool. Yeah. So he's gone to Hawthorne for, I think they say about 550 a year, which maybe created some dissent. Who knows? Adam? There was no dissent. Okay. How Who dare knows? you say this? Who knows? I, I, you know, I, I worship at the altar of Liam Pickering. Uh huh. We all do on this show. Obviously. And he said that Jordan Lewis was not filthy yeah. at Alistair Clarkson. And I agree with him. Like, I don't, I don't think I don't think Jordan Lewis will leave Hawthorne. I have that much <laughs> faith. In Liam Pickering, that yep. I don't, I just think Louis going to stick around. It's <laughs> like Bryce Gibbs; he was testing the waters, but he's not going anywhere. Yeah, Liam Pickering. He gave the press conference while in the background, John Lewis is putting on a Melbourne jumper. <laughs> <laughs> he would have had a great week, Liam Pickering, wouldn't he? Well, so what he had Lewis and he, who has he got Gibbs or anyone? Or no, he, he d- definitely doesn't have Bryce Gibbs. But okay. he he just would have been down there, just going, "Oh, I heard that he's not going anywhere." Yeah, <laughs> just putting that into people's heads. Yeah. My mirror won't yeah, get done. No, nah, it won't get done. No Never. way. Not a chance. It's been massive, i got to tell you. So the big trades, Mitchell, Sam Mitchell, uh, John Lewis. Tra- okay, as, as a Hawthorne supporter, okay. are you upset that those ask me, two... Ask me the hard questions. Yeah, sorry, without notice. Okay, this this my version of the Bomber Diaries yeah. right here. Well, what's it going to be like to now hate Sam Mitchell <laughs> like the rest of us do? <laughs> I think, what do I think? I think... Will you boo him? When he runs out on the MCG against the Hawks next season, will you boo that filthy dog motherfucker? Oh, I'm definitely... I'm going to find out where his family sits. Yeah, at, good. At, at uh, Sibiaco. Yeah. Sit behind them. Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> it's like, your fucking dad's a fucking dead legger, mate. <laughs> uh, what do I think? I think? I think I'm cool with the Mitchell deal. Yeah. By the fact that how cool he seems with it. Oh, okay. Because I mean, there's obviously a year of playing, maybe two, and then you got two year coaching. Right? So you, so basically, what you're saying is you don't mind euthanasia if the person is okay with their own death. Yeah, actually, no. I think I probably would agree with that anyway. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. So that's your that's your take on it. Yeah. Uh, and then Mitch, the Lewis one. Sorry, I don't think if if Mitchell had said no, they would have tried to get rid of Lewis. Yep. 
and the other way around. So they weren't expecting both. I think they weren't expecting both, yep. yes. And then I think Mitchell, uh, Lewis, sorry, go on, uh, I'll get a three-year deal. Yep. Time to get paid. Mm-hmm. Get really good pay. Yeah. And, uh, and playing I, a decent team. Yeah, then, then, yeah, they, they're going to be okay, though. Yeah. Melbourne. I mean, he's probably sick of winning up. premierships. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, And also, they've kind of got their four flags, and it's like, am I really going to get another one? Well, that, that, that's the thing, isn't is it? Is it time to go and make some bingo bingo? Yeah. Oh, money. I mean, yeah, that's yeah, money, by bingo, by bingo, bingo yeah. bingo, you mean money. Yeah. <laughs> it gets very confusing when I go to the shops. Yeah, go, it does. That's uh, nine bingo bangos. Money, <laughs> <laughs> nine cents. And so, it's, obviously, it's uh, sad. But I think they'll still be Hawthorne people. And are you okay with Tom Mitchell coming in? That was that was a kind of a trade that slipped under the radar. Well, that was the two big ones they were targeting before yeah. they went into the trades. It was Tom Mitchell and Jaeger, which eventually they finally got at about 156. Yeah. And somehow Carlton helped you out with the Jaeger O'Meara, which annoys me. Future picks or something like yeah. that. Yeah, but if you look at it also, if you maybe... Uh, maybe Mitchell has one year left. I reckon Lewis probably has a more than that left in him. But if you but look they're at both it, very slow, which is what you didn't need. Well, that was another you thing too. You needed some pace. I think they've kicked out the slow dudes in the midfield, and also yeah. uh, they and you got Tom Mitchell, superstar in, runner. They brought in. They've got rid of people who might have a year left, and they brought in two people who might have ten years left. Yeah, so and, and I mean the good thing about Yago Amir, I mean. He hasn't run for two years. His legs are so fresh. Absolutely. He has not even... He's not been able to do anything. Yeah. So he is just ready to go. Oh, His patella tendon fitter than has he's been ever put been. under the stress. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's a perfect man to get into the club. And so they're coming down and... um, uh, What's the other one? Um, sorry. Yeah? What was I going to say? Oh, do you mean Prestia? No? No. Another point to make, but we'll get rid of that. Yeah, we'll just move on. All right. Okay, other other trades. Yeah. Uh, which one? Should, which one should we start with? Uh, Trav to Footscray. Well, they, I, I don't. I still don't see the sense in that. I reckon they've just given him a big, massive pay cut and said, you know, come on over, and if it doesn't affect us so much. Well, I, uh, my thought on that is that they kind of agreed to it before they won the flag. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, we'll get you in, Trav. And he's gone. Oh, yes, I can play in a prelim, perhaps, or even a semi-final. And then they kept winning, and they went, "Uh, do you reckon he'll remember? Like, he's pretty stupid. (laughs) Do you reckon Trav will still remember? And then they're going, fuck, did we tell his dad? And they're like, yeah, yeah, we wrote it down. Ah, shit. Yeah, we'll get him in. (laughs) So he would get him fuck all. He would be. He would be. But I think it's part of the thing. He just wants to play footy. He's made a, a chunk over the last, what, five years? Yeah, yeah. And so... He can come in and just, you know give him two hundred or whatever, yeah, and pop him in the forward line, and if it works, you know, it's great, yeah, yeah, genius, know. yeah. Well, yeah. Can, I don't think it can hurt them, yeah, because you know if if he does work out, it's fine, and if the, you know, although the VFL team just played in the Premiership as well, so you don't want him ruining two teams. Mate, what about the VFL reserves? Yeah, what are the thirds? Yeah, he can get them to a flag. <laughs> uh, now the Gibbs deal, we've gone over that. Can't be, wasn't done. No, uh, Deludio, off to GWS. GWS. Now initially he was saying Geelong. Yeah. And then only today it came through. He's going off to GWS. I can't see which pick for at this stage. But, but also, the, the weird thing about Deledio, firstly, was that uh, Richmond said, we want Josh Caddy. Uh-huh. And Geelong said, you're not happy for Josh Caddy. Josh Caddy will not go to Richmond. Absolutely Obviously, not. he's managed by Liam Take it to the bank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Caddy ends up at... At Richmond, and then Geelong don't get Deledio, and he goes to GWS. Yeah. So you know what I'm thinking there with GWS. Obviously, uh, they've had such a rough time after the prelim defeat. There's a lot of sad players around. Uh-huh. You know what uh, they need in yeah, their midst? Yeah, I gotcha. They need gotcha. a fucking prankster. <laughs> they need a man. All the players are going, oh, don't leave your keys <laughs> out, fellas. Have it out here, mate. Yeah. Hey? 
Hey, no, no, no fish around here, guys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't leave your cans of tuna around, or else the lids. I mean, that's what they want. They want a, they want a funny guy. I mean, Stevie J, he's funny. Yeah. yeah, yeah, funny exactly. games. Yeah, so just, you got two of them now. It's just kind of you know, you go back to your locker after the training practice, and you look around, and you go. I smell fish. Yeah. I smell a bit of tuna. Oh, uh, where are we car keys? Where are we car keys? Oh, yeah. geez. He's done again. Uh, good on him. It's very interesting, though, how I find that, uh, you know, within a day or two, you mm. have to decide whether you want to move into state. Like, that's a big commitment also. If you, yeah. He's got a, uh, a wife and a uh, young child, yeah. know, like maybe under a year. Mm. Because they live near my mum and dad. Yeah. And so, actually, that that place is uh, probably going to be available for rent shortly. Oh, there we go. Well, uh, maybe I'm giving away where mum and dad live. <laughs> no, that's all right. Give it away. Yeah. People want to see. They want to go to where see where the Chamberlain grew up. Imagine that. You can, yeah. You can, you can go and live in the house that lives. Uh, mm. And then every now and then I pop over to mum and dad's for dinner. That's I'll, not I bad. I can come and knock on the door and say, g'day. Okay, folks. So you want to move into it? No, well, no, no. I'm going to go and have dinner at Mum and Dad's. Oh, and then pop over to then whoever's, pop staying, over whoever's staying there. Obviously, yeah, okay. big junk time fans, and say, "G'day, folks." Yeah, that's not bad. Or maybe Josh Caddy will get it. Well, you never. Yeah, actually, it might yeah. be just a straight a straight swap. That's a win for Delidio, though. To go to Giants. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. he'll you know obviously finals again next year, and they'll probably he'll probably be a premiership player at the end of next year. Yeah, fuck me. So that's yeah. a win for him. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Um, what else we got? Uh, Prestia. Dion Prestia was an interesting one. Yeah, I was reading an article from him. So this is early in trade period, and uh, they're talking to his manager, and they said we had to make a call on either the Hawks or Richmond. And apparently, Hawthorne made a bit of a play for him. Both clubs presented very well, but at the end of the day, he wanted to go to the Tigers. And you go, okay, that's fair enough. But uh, he also goes on to say there were a lot of factors that came into play in terms of the lifestyle. Okay. So we're going to pick out the lifestyle of... There was something uh, about where he wanted to live. Well, yeah, it says where he wanted to live. Now, I don't know if he's never been to Melbourne before, but mm. I, I thought he was a Melbourne boy. That's very strange. Like, I mean, I now, suppose you're going to punt road, aren't you? Well, you are going to punt road, but that, that's a shit to get to. If you don't live in Melbourne... That's tricky. If you're not down, like, if within walking distance of punt road... It's, to get it's there, a nightmare to, yeah. of a road to get to. Yeah. Punt road is not, is not a great place to be. So, yeah, if you're not living around there... And, and we're Hawthorne train out of Waverley... That's not that far away. No. And also, by the time you go on a training, you're going against the traffic. That's a good point, yeah. Because it's outskirts of Melbourne. And also, I mean, if you can think about Brian Lake doing, what was it, a 100-kilometre round trip every day? Yeah, from Caroline Springs out to Waverley. It's handle. It's It's doable. bearable, yeah. It's doable. So he said, uh, in terms of the lifestyle, where he wanted to live, training every day, his teammates, and a little bit of list analysis. So he has basically said... Oh, so he's looked into the Richmond list and... And the Hawthorne, he's become list manager. He's okay. taken over Terry Wallace's thing and he's gone, Hawthorne, nah, no, no fucking chance. Uh-huh. I mean, sure, at this stage when he's done this, he's gone, Mitchell, too old. Lewis, nah, he's too slow. Yep. Won't work out. I mean, you know, they've got Vickery, but that doesn't matter. I think I'll, I think I'll go with the Tigers. Head down to Richmond. Yeah. yeah. You know that club that's constantly in fucking disrepair. <laughs> in disarray. <laughs> there are weirdos showing up on challenging the board. <laughs> yeah, that club. Who's now <laughs> hasn't won anything for 36 years. That club. Yeah, let's head down there. Yeah. So that's uh, Dion Prestia and his, his manager, uh, Marty Pask, ex-footballer. Oh, yeah. Uh, future Hall of Famer. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, he's ended up at Richmond, so he's happy. He's wrapped. The lifestyle. Imagine the lifestyle he's going to live now. The lifestyle down in Richmond. Yeah, because a lot of those Hawthorne players, they've got no fucking life. Look at Josh Gibson. He, what does he do? Oh. Nothing. I've never seen him out. <laughs> I've never seen him out. Ben Stratton. He's very he lonely. He doesn't even DJ. Yeah, no. 
No, he doesn't have a funny hat collection at all. No, they just they just go around to each other's houses, yeah. sit there, and oh, just, what are we going to do tonight? Yeah, yeah exactly. No. Fuck. Oh, if only there was like maybe fifteen or sixteen hot blondes who could come and. Oh, if only we had more models in yeah. this room right now. Yeah, exactly. But no, they're all at fucking they're all at Richmond players' houses, <laughs> aren't they? Because that's where the lifestyle is. They're all close to Punt Road, and all the things that Punt Road has got to offer, like the Royal Hotel on Punt Road that has topless ladies, yeah, yeah. serving your drinks, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, you don't get that at Hawthorne. It's, it's such a weird idea that concept. That's that's still around this day and age. Yeah, I, I think he may have just been—I uh, don't know—trying to be nice. He's trying to let Hawthorne down gently. Okay, and he has done it. Xavier Richards wanted to come back to Melbourne. Oh, fair enough too. Now I don't—he didn't get that deal done. Is that right? No, which was an odd one because I, I imagine it wouldn't have taken much to get him to any club, basically, and he played in the grand final. I don't think he put his hand up for a particular club as such. No. He, he just he needed to get out of... He needed to get out of Sydney. He needed Michael, to get out of Sydney. Because, and, I mean, this is AFL's fault, but yeah. the, the cost of living was too much. Cost of living. Cost of living for a professional AFL football yep. on probably around quarter of a million. It was too, it was too much. Oh, no, you can't. He you couldn't. Can't. Fuck. You can't get a coffee. Oh, fuck the poor guy. I mean, you know, he was buying uh, foie gras uh-huh. from Aldi. Oh, really? <laughs> that got that bad. That got that bad, yeah. This guy was struggling, Michael. His oysters were up to two days old. Uh-huh, yeah. He was uh, living on Struggle Street, literally. Actually, yeah. He was down He was down Mount Druitt. That's the only place he could afford to rent. Yeah, the poor fucker. I mean, no wonder he had to get out of there. He's going to come home and live in a, in a bungalow with his nan at it, the back of his mum and dad's place. Well, he actually is going to. Like, he wants to come back and live with mum and dad. Well, he, he didn't get the trade done, but he, um, he yeah. wanted to come back and, and live with mum and dad to save a bit of money. Yeah. Can you imagine some fucking... Fuckhead. Yep. The average wage is roughly about two hundred fifty thousand. Now yeah, that's well, not I, to say I, that he's getting that. No, but, but I think it would getting, be around that. It's not getting chump change. No, yeah. because I think rookies have to get around seventy thousand a year. Yeah, I think so. You're right. It would be at least double that. He'd be doing okay. Oops, yeah, drop my pen. In, in terms of like normal humans. And yeah, what, absolutely. what they earn, he's going all right. I know. And for them, I don't know if it was him quoting this or his manager or something, but yeah. for them to actually say that, you know, he, he can't afford to live there, yeah. it, it, it's pretty fucking stupid to do that. Yeah. <laughs> and also, if you're going to move to Melbourne, surely it'd be cheaper in Adelaide or something. Well, yeah. Brisbane's probably cheaper. Well, so Brisbane why aren't you would going be cheaper. There? Yeah. yeah. So you're full of shit, mate. Well, also, you know what? Uh, you don't have to live... Next to the ground. Yeah, that's a really good point. You don't have to live too. in Paddington. Yeah, yeah. You know, you don't have to live in Newtown. No, you can, you, you're all right. right. So you got to you got to drive for a little bit. It's a bit of an inconvenience, mm. but you don't have to. No, that's a really good point. I just find that funny when people talk about cost of living and the like, and they go, "Oh, you know, I, I remember years ago, and Paul Roos almost broke down crying, talking about how Barry Hall couldn't afford a house." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Really, really? We're gonna have sympathy for you?" You know, every not everyone in Sydney is earning a quarter of a million dollars. Yeah. Like there are students oh, in Sydney. It happens, yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Yeah. There are people on minimum. Yeah, no, in, in Sydney, in Sydney, yeah, and they still manage to live there. Oh yeah. fuck! How yeah. do they do it? They have three three meals a day. <laughs> fucking hell! I they mean, Xavier up, Richards didn't have that. They don't show up to a fucking football club who gives them fucking breakfast and lunch for yeah. free. Yeah, and all their uh, and of, all their gear. Some of them even drive cars. The people in Sydney, yeah, they do. Incredible! I, I haven't been to Sydney for a while. I haven't seen Incredible. this. Incredible! Well, obviously, I tell you what, though, when he comes back home and he lives with his mum and dad, he's gonna. I mean, they should charge him fucking $2,000 a week board. <laughs> you the guy's a fucking idiot. <laughs> the Richards family. Oh, Couldn't he have lived with his brother? I have no idea. I mean, this is the whole thing. And then they talk about cola and all that kind of bullshit. Yeah. It's like, no, no, you don't need it. You don't need it because you're all making a packet and so yeah. shut the fuck up. Ted Richards 
So he's been at Sydney for what, 10 years? Premiership yeah, player? Been there for a long time, he would have yeah. been on a, a decent wage, yeah. say 350, 400 yeah. at least. Yeah. Can, I, can I live with you? Get a cheeky no, one, fuck off. Get a cheeky one bedroom with Ted. Just have bunk beds. Bunk beds. Like you, when you were growing up. It's fun. Yeah. And, and even like Ted, because he's a, he's a veteran, he'd give him the top bunk. Ah, very kind. Like of just him. to yeah. make him go, you know yeah. what? Sydney's fun, man. You get the top bunk. Everyone <laughs> knows that's the party bunk. <laughs> And somehow Xavier Richards didn't get drafted. Because you know what I think is I think play, uh, uh, teams went, well, we can't afford to pay this bloke. He can barely live in Sydney. If he comes down to Melbourne and he, he wants to live a good lifestyle like Dion Prestia, uh-huh. like a Richmond player. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he can't, he can't live. He, he can't, can't live, live on in Bridge Road. No. Yeah. No, it's just too expensive. Yeah. Hey, can we give a big shout out to the people who have contributed many wonderful things over the last couple of weeks on, say, uh, NAB Trade Radio? Yeah. And also on SEN. SEN. Yeah. You know what? There's a lot of people who have a lot of knowledge, working knowledge, <laughs> of intimate working knowledge of football clubs and what they want to do with their list. There's a lot of whispers around the place. A lot of there? whispers. And, like, and they seem to find the most, uh, for lack of a better word, I'm going to use a bad word, retarded people. <laughs> <laughs> so Sauce is like sidling up to just some stranger in a cafe yeah. near Etihad Stadium and yeah. goes, this is what I'm planning for yeah. my trade period. Yeah. And it's, they instantly want to make a call to the list manager in purple. Yeah. To go, this is my mail. You go, is is this a fair deal? What would yeah. you do in this case? And they go, oh, mate, I'd give I'd give uh, like a second round pick for Nat Fife. Oh, what was the one who dude who called up and said straight swap? It was, I think Gibbs for Bond, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I, amazingly, actually, that didn't go through. I'm not really sure why. Why the Bulldogs didn't want to play ball on that one. Yeah, I know. Why mm. wouldn't they? I mean, they just want a flag and Absolutely. the player wants to go to Adelaide. But yeah. if you're swapping for someone in Footscray... Yeah, yeah. You know, one of the best... One of the future best players of, all, of, of the league. Yeah. What, what, what I really enjoyed was, uh, obviously, you know, it's getting a lot of radio coverage, but the, the newspapers were enjoying it as well. And there was one newspaper article that said that... Basically, it was an article based on a caller to SEN uh-huh. describing what sort of trades they think should yep. go down. Now, imagine you're a reporter, you've, done, you've studied journalism, you get to the Herald Sun, you go, I'm at the peak of, I'm at the peak. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I work with Robbo. I get to see, yeah. I get to smell Robbo. Yeah. <laughs> I get to, are they Dunhill Blues? I think they yeah, are. Yeah, I've, I've, I've asked to move tables, but uh, <laughs> I, I, I can smell Robbo. Yeah, I can still smell Robbo. <laughs> and someone goes to you, hey, uh, this uh, fuckstick rang in SEN. Yeah. You go, oh, yeah. Uh, and then they say what they said and go, he's a fucking idiot. And, and by the way, he's named after an animal of some type. Yeah. Like he's, you know, no, yeah. Swanee or. Yeah, Flathead like, uh, from, yeah, uh, you know, from Wodonga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flathead from Wodonga rang in. And they go, um, Snapper. You, Snapper. Snapper from, from Wodonga. Can you write an article uh, based on that? And he goes, <laughs> yeah, good one. And they go, no. Can you write an article based on what he suggested yeah. to KB? Mm. And you go, no. I, I, and, can gonna... you, and can you write an article about this morning's secret sound? Call in on <laughs> FM radio. <laughs> you go, no, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill myself. Uh, I'm going to go lick Robbo's chair. Kudos to the photoshoppers of the world. Oh, they're quick, aren't they? Fucking masters of that. They yeah. kind of pop, pop in the head on the new body or pop in a... Pop on the jumper on an old body. I would say pop the head on a new body. Yeah. Yeah. So that would have been difficult with someone like Barry Hall or if Dane Swan ever changed teams, you'd need to change the jumper. Oh, of course. Yeah. Pop Tats, yeah. 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 That, that's a difficult one. And also kudos to the people who update the Wikipedia pages of the players. Well, you need to do it quickly. Yeah. Can I just say, though, that the Jaeger O'Meara deal was done late notice. So they had approximately what? Started last day, so what eight eight nine days to do that, mm-hmm. and they didn't have a Hawthorne jumper on him. Have it sitting there. You don't have to publish it. Yeah, just have it ready to go. You know he's going to get to Hawthorne. That's what they should do with every player when they begin playing. They should Photoshop, kind of like yeah, uh, like what I reckon they should have done with Weg. Yeah, they should have got Weg oh. to do a whole bunch of future posters. 
Oh, okay. So, because Mark Knight, they got little pig in the corner. He gives a fuck about little pig. Now, explain for those who don't, who haven't grown up in Melbourne, what yes. the week poster is. Oh, the week poster is the Premiership poster. Yeah, and now it's been taken over by Herald Sun cartoonist Mark Knight. Yep, and he uh, basically he does cartoons each day in the Herald Sun, and then he puts a little pig in the corner that has to explain the joke <laughs> to you because <laughs> he can't work out what his humour is about. It. Yeah. So uh, that's my theory with Wegg. Yeah. They should have got him to do, you know, five Footscray, five Collingwood, five Richmond. I mean, work the guy in the, you know. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. And then chuck in a couple like Tasmanian Devils and do a few of them. Do a future, oh. you know, the Darwin Dingoes or something. Yeah, okay. Good so one. do a few future ones as well. That's what I thought should have happened to Wegg. Well, he, just before he died, he did a Paris Poodles. Yes, he did. Premiership poster. In case they would come in, yeah, yeah for the yeah. for the for the Charlie Hebdo. <laughs> that, that, that shows how how Ill, Ill he was at the time. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because <laughs> that comes out uh, after the grand final in the next issue of Charlie Hebdo. Oh, okay. Yeah, yep, yep, they sure. released that. Okay, yep. Yeah, <laughs> the par- the Poodles were in a balaclava. Yeah. Uh, retirees, Adam. Retirees. It's sad, Michael. It's uh, a sad time of year when our champions go. Uh, Corey and Wright. Thank fuck he's gone. Had it off. Yeah, got a bit teary after the prelim. And he said that uh, it had had no factor in his decision that he hadn't thought about where he was going to go at that point in his life. Like after they lost that uh, preliminary final to the Swans, he said he still was undecided. You go, you're fucking pretty decided, mate. You're balling your eyes. You're out. Balling your eyes out in the middle of the MCG. MCG. Yeah, yeah. You, you've decided. Yeah, we've worked that out. Yeah, uh, Jimmy Bartel. Oh, good. Had it off. Asshole. Um, quite the career, hey. Unbelievable. Got Brownlow, Norm Smith, three yep. flags. Three flags. 300 games. Yeah. Good bloke. Top bloke. People loved him. Top People notch. didn't really know much about him, right? Did he? He was a bit quiet. Yeah, yeah. Why was he called Boris? Is that is his childhood nickname? Was oh, he a Russian it? spy at some point? Boris Enright. Yeah. Mm. Stupid. Not sure. It's good to have him out. We don't want that sort of stupid thing going on. But Bartel, we're going to miss Jimmy Bartel. We loved him. Going to miss Jimmy Bartel also. Hit with the ladies, Jimmy Bartel. Yeah, he was, wasn't he? Absolutely hit with the ladies. Does that mean, though, that uh, hopefully Nadia doesn't drop off the, uh, off the uh, radar? No, no, hopefully. We'll be following the progress on Instagram, I'm sure. Great. Yeah. Okay. And then Swanee, he retired as well. And how do you reckon the AFL felt about Dane Swan's retirement? Uh Oh, uh, what do you mean? Like in terms of like when he came out and started saying how I've been popping the pills, mate? Yeah, yeah, just that bit. Just <laughs> that career. bit. Where, the, where he wrote a book and said, yeah, yeah, took, took drugs uh, fairly, <laughs> fairly. Well, not regularly. Yeah. But I da- he but said he, I dabbled. He had, yeah. And do you reckon that's when most of his teammates went, <laughs> dabbled? <laughs> <laughs> he dabbled, okay. But also I think part of it also is, I, I don't think there was too much of a fuss made about it because they kind of go... Yeah, like we all would have thought that anyway. Well, I think as the general public would have, but don't mm. you think the AFL just went, oh, shut the Keep fuck that on up, the harsh, mate? Yeah. You know, because he didn't get, he hasn't got a strike against yeah, his yeah. name, and that's a pretty bad look for the AFL. So what are they doing? They're just rolling the dice and just going, I hope I don't get a strike? Well, I reckon they do it on a Saturday night, probably don't return to the club till Sunday, uh-huh. and then avoid uh, testers in that time. They just they stay at Craig Lambert's. Yeah, actually, yeah, he's got a. Because Dane would go out to the Barclay in. Uh, he's in got a bungalow at the back. That's the Xavier Riches is <laughs> there, right? <laughs> so Dane Swan, and this is this is how dedicated he was. He would uh, go out on Saturday night in Melbourne, uh-huh. and he would get the last Jetstar flight to Sydney. Yep. Cab straight out to to out of Western, yeah, yeah. To, breakfast to point. Yep. Yeah, to breakfast point, and he would stay at Craig Lambert's. Ah, oh, good on him. It's a little billet. But I reckon the AFL, when they're reading this, just go, mate, we don't... I know you need to be honest in your book, but I know tell-all. It doesn't need to be tell-all. No one else tells all. Yeah, yeah. People hide, people hide stuff. I don't know if you know this question without notice, oh. but um, if you get, like, two strikes, do they then get cleared after a period of time, after five years or three years or something? 
I think you're on they, two forever. I think they might. I think they get wiped off. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a traffic infringement when you're yeah. driving. Yeah, okay, yeah. So if you do it, just get on it in your first year yeah. and go, I'm not going to get back on it till you know, we win a flag. Yeah. And then if you have to wait a while, perfect. And you can do double or nothing too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they love that, yeah. Uh, Loosey units. But a love very, a very popular Loosey unit. I love a Loosey Tom Liberatore. Oh, man. Is he, is he slightly um, handicapped? What do you mean? Well, he gave that odd uh, interview oh, about Colin Miller. Funky. Yeah, post yeah. post grand final, talking about a Test cricketer. Yeah, talking about Colin Miller, which I found actually kind of interesting by the fact that what's Tom Liberatore? Maybe twenty two. That he wouldn't know Funky Miller that Funky well. Funky wouldn't have been really in his ballpark. When did Funky Miller win the Test Player of the Year? Two thousand and five. Oh no, I think it'd be way earlier than all that. Wasn't Colin Miller like back in like uh, the late nineties? Oh, mid to late nineties. Let's have a look up hmm. Colin Miller. First time I've ever looked up Colin Miller, Miller on Wikipedia. Did you type Funky in there? <laughs> type funky in a different uh, and then and then Google says, Do you mean Colin Miller? <laughs> uh here we go. Oh no, he debuted in ninety eight. Okay. Uh final test in two thousand one. Oh right, geez, that's a short span. Hmm. So So he must he have won twenty four not... when he debuted. Okay. So Libert, you know, maybe twenty two? Uh, yeah. So he'd be maybe eight. Oh yeah, that kind of fits in. You're a child, you know. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I guess. And you and you and you would have loved as a as a young child, you'd be drawn to Colin Funky Miller's hairstyle. He had Colourful blue hair, hair for a while. Blue hair and ha- and obviously that must have been where Libba got his passion for hairstyle. Yeah. Because while sitting on the bench for the Macau Lightning. Yep. He got a um he got a haircut, a bit like a fry tuck. Yes. Kind of haircut. And then he went out and he played for about five minutes against the Vietnam uh, Swans. Swans, the Swannies. Now AFL Asian Championships. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure which town that was in. But um and also he uh he maybe got the feeling that no one was gonna tell the Western Bulldogs about that. <laughs> even though, <laughs> even though he's every single person the... has their camera out. Yeah, exactly. Even though he's sitting on the bench getting his haircut. And by the way, he's getting a haircut on the side of the ground. Yes. While drinking a few beers. Yeah. Yeah. So he had a few beers and then gone, I'm going to go and play for five minutes. <laughs> and he played in the ruck. Yeah. He got a few tap outs. Kicked a goal. Uh, oh, no, here we go. Yeah. Macau Lightning, they were playing against the Japan Goannas. Okay. Uh, yes. And the quotes are from the Vietnam Swans president. Right, right, right. So good on you, Lib. Yeah. And so for some reason, the, the doggies have gone, hey, buddy, how about you uh, don't play football in Asia again. Yeah, they've gone... Uh, Jeez, they're sticklers, aren't they? Remember the good old days when you could just go over there and have a kick? Absolutely. You know, yeah. play in the ruck, play out of position. In the traditional heartland of football. Yeah. Uh, Jason McCartney, uh, list manager. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think you'll find there's only one list manager, Jason <laughs> McCartney. Uh, said, young Tom shouldn't be doing these things. He loves a good time. No, really? Does he? <laughs> I got a hint. Hang on. Hang on, you're telling me that a guy who got caught on King Street with ecstasy in his pocket enjoys a good time? I'm what? looking at a picture of him with his fried tuck head chucking down a beer. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he you probably need to be a touch smarter. Okay. Well, well I don't think he can. Good luck with that. Yeah, and, and what, who's, who's going to be his mentor? Travis Cloak. Oh, uh, yeah, take him under his wing. Yeah, to smarten him up. Um, oh, you know what though? I think he's sullying the Asian Football League, yeah. the, the true AFL. True. You it's can't just have a couple of beers and go out and run around in the ruck. Cheapens it, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah, I actually think whoever won that tournament, it's tainted. Well, you know, you know, I'm a big fan. I'm actually off to Japan tonight. Yeah, you're, and, an, you're ambassador. Yeah, you? and I'm going to go to the uh, Goanna's headquarters and yep. just headquarters and just say, what the fuck is going on here? You, you're letting a guy run around who's had a couple of beers. He looks yeah. like a fucking idiot with that haircut. Absolutely. There are I'm, people out I'm, there. You know what? I'm going to burn my Goanna's membership uh-huh. yep. and my jumper. Yep. 
Once yep. I once I buy a jumper, I'm going to burn it. Yeah. And once I pop into Rapongi for a little bit, yeah. then I'll come back. And I'll, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm not happy. Can I talk to you about Kabaddi? Look, I've read a lot about Kabaddi. I mean, if you obviously if you're big about the Japan Goannas. Well, yeah, I'm probably, I'm probably I, my focus has been a bit skewed. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Is it Kabaddi? I think it's Kabaddi. It might be Kabaddi. But uh, I call you're it, a big fan. I call it Kabaddi. I actually couldn't. I looked up on YouTube and I couldn't find anyone actually saying it, so I could get correct pronunciation. But you saw the game being played. Yes. Okay. Explain so, it to me. So uh, a bunch of Australian rules footballers, including the likes of uh, Campbell Brown, Stephen Milne, and Adam Schneider. Oh, Schneider man! What could go wrong? Have headed over to the 2016 Kabaddi World Cup mm-hmm. in India. So it's an Indian game. Yeah, I think its origins are Indian. Okay. So. Kabaddi is a rough contact sport Good. that see select players hold their breath and chant Kabaddi, Kabaddi. I didn't see any of that in the footage I watched. Hang on, how do you hold your breath and chant? Yeah, that's... Uh, it's physically impossible. Yeah, <laughs> while trying to tag. It's almost like... Um, it's almost like Tiggy. So oh, okay. You, there's a court about the size of maybe half a tennis court. Uh-huh. And you... There are two lines. From what I can gather, there are two lines kind of now down in each end. Yep. And you have to get over the line mm-hmm. and then get back to your half without being... Oh, uh, touched. Uh, tackled to the ground, yeah. Yep. Yeah, so you have to get over back over the, your half of the line. Okay. And you get, I think it's like different p- points for how far you get. Yep. But um, it's actually it looked kind of interesting. But it's, yeah, it's kind of chasey with lots of tackling. Well, obviously there must have been... Uh, and they sent over uh, Campbell Brown because um, clearly he loves uh, bashing people uh, <laughs> in <laughs> yeah, foreign exactly. countries. Yeah, Um <laughs> There must have been free booze if Campbell Brown was involved. Like, yeah. And then he's gone, Milne, Milne, these people won't boo you. They don't know who you are. Yeah. And he's gone, that'd be great. Uh, Brown, uh, a bloke who has never played Kabaddi in his life prior to the tournament, is the team's captain. So that Fucking hell. He's already the captain. Like, yeah. maybe in the leadership group, but not captain. He's, That's true. Again, he's selling another sport. Yeah, absolutely. Because I know there are a lot of people out there, that, every little kid. Dreams of being, dreaming to of be being captain of the Kabaddi team. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. You can't just get some Australian who's never seen it before and just happens to be in India. Yeah. that's uh, So we didn't fare too well, if I can go through the scores. Oh, so it was national Kabaddi? National? You mean like international? Was, it, was he playing for it? Yeah, sorry. Was he playing for the Australian team? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. sorry. Didn't I say that? No. Oh, sorry. So he went off the World Cup team for oh, Australia. Oh, okay. Yeah, so Wolf, captain of Australia. Go. Yeah. I didn't see that on... I would have thought Channel Seven would have covered that. No, that was I'm furious about this. Yeah, yeah wasn't on wasn't on Fox Kabaddi. You would have thought it'd be SBS for sure. Yeah. Uh, so South Korea, India, Bangladesh, England, Australia, Argentina. There are a couple of the teams in our division. Okay. Oh, big that the group of death they call that. Lost to India, fifty four twenty. Fuck. Uh, lost to England, sixty nine twenty five. Fuck. Lost to oh no, we beat Argentina. In your face, you fucking yeah. Take that, South you American. Falklands motherfuckers. Yeah. That was sixty eight forty five. Jeez, it seems to be a blowout, though. You either, you either win big or you... Looking through it, there aren't too many tight ones. Oh, no, actually, it gets pretty bad here. Here we go. Uh, 63-25 to South Korea to Australia, so we lost that one. We don't seem to be able to get, apart from the victory, our, I don't know if it's attack, but our scoring is quite low. Well, here's the worst one. Yeah. Uh, we scored eight, Bangladesh, 80. Yeah, but the Desh are the fucking, you know, everyone knows they're like Brazil in the, in the soccer. Traditional powerhouse. Yeah. Yeah. They're such a powerhouse that uh, they didn't make the finals. Uh, finals will be uh, played tomorrow, so the 21st, India time. Yeah. Uh, South Korea v Iran. How, fucking how many teams play Kabaddi? 
Well, there aren't too many. It's like 16 in the tournament. Yeah. And then Thailand. Well, spread very wide is what I'm getting at. Thailand v. India. Okay. You know what I'm looking forward to next week, though, is the Kabaddi trade period. <laughs> uh, Terry Wallace and, um, and Purple. Yep, yep. Are going to be covering that yep, on uh, Kabaddi Radio. Yeah, yeah. Kabaddi Radio. Kabaddi Radio. Yeah, it's going to be great. <laughs> oh, I don't think that's what Thailand needs at this stage. <laughs> oh, speaking of Purple... Um, Leper wanted to bash the fuck out of him. Uh, for what? For what reason? I mean, all all purple all he did, did was hound a man out of his job. Yes, through the course weekly. of twelve months. Yeah, and also pretty much started last year as well. Yeah, it was like Justin Leppich needs to go. Yeah, he needs to be unemployed yep. and never work as a as a as a full time head coach again. I want to, I want his kids to see him cry. That's yeah. what I want. Yep. I will not. I will not rest. And then they're just having a celebration at the uh, footy show after grand party? final after party. Mm-hmm. And apparently they had to be separated. Yeah, so... Lip- you know why they had to be separated? Because Purple would have gone fucking apeshit. Oh, absolutely. He would have fucking killed him. Because, you know, the said, pen is mightier than the sword. <laughs> and if any man's going to fucking do Justin Lepich over... If anything... Well, Vossi got in the middle. So, yeah. So, thank you to Michael Voss, because the leper would have been knocked out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he, he knew that, too. Mm. He, he understood that. And you, and you know it's a... It's a changed world when Michael Voss is stopping fights. Yeah. <laughs> That, that has never occurred in the history of the world. So remember the day, remember where you were when Michael Voss actually stopped the fight. Um, can I read out some of the weird questions the draft people get? Oh, yeah. So there's an article during some kind of time about... How hot's your mum? Well, not quite. That's more a question I often put to you. Yeah, I know. Hey, can you spell, can you spell avocado backwards? Oh, Jesus. Yeah. O-D... A, C, and I've missed something out. Yeah, O, V, A. Yeah, well done. I did it? Yeah. Oh, you fuck. Can go and play at, play at the Suns. There you go. <laughs> uh, so they get weird fuck questions. Fucking hell, that's tough. Yeah. Um, yeah it's, it's hard uh, enough to spell avocado forwards. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, spell quadrangle backwards. Ah. Uh. And, and then the guy, well, actually, one dude here. I've got a question midway through the year that was something like spell quadrangle backwards. Is that even a word? <laughs> I don't think you answered that question correctly Yeah, then. no, I wouldn't be asking that bit Oh, you can't give me fake words <laughs> uh, We're not going to pick you up, mate Like a Harry Potter spell or something <laughs> uh, One club asked me if I was driving My brother was in the back seat with a broken leg And I was at the red light Would I go straight through it? Oh, okay uh, What would I do there? How, how badly broken is his leg? Like, it's a broken leg Snap um, uh, Mitch uh, Wallet style Okay. Both bones cracked. Yeah, yeah. But he did kick himself, so it's almost his fault. Yeah, that's true. That's gotta, true. Got to weigh that up. What sort of car have I got? Uh, let me think. Is it uh, a nice car? Uh, yeah, no, it's nice. It's nice. It's one of those free ones he kind of put in out. No, it's actually, it's not a car. It's uh, it's it's uh, Trav's Harley. My, so, I've, so I've put bro- Mitch Wallace on the back. Broken leg. Broken leg. On a Harley. No, see, if, if, it's, in the, if it's on the Harley, I can't hear him. I can't hear him bitching and moaning oh, yeah. about, uh, snap my tibia, whatever, okay. mate. Yep. Fucking we've all hurt ourselves. Okay. So, no, I'm staying at the lights. But if it's in a car, is he bleeding? No, is no. Is he bleeding on my leather seats? No, no, just broken Just broken yeah, no Not compound fracture. No. Okay, cool. Um, what am I listening to on the radio? Am uh, I listening to the Wolfpack? Uh, I think you're listening more to Smooth FM. Smooth. Smooth, yeah. No, I probably would run the red I'll light. Have a bit of Cameron Dado. You would, yeah. We've got to calm him down. Got to calm him down with a bit of... Yeah, okay, Temptations. bit of smooth. Yeah, but then I don't want him ruining, you know, Richard Wilkins is about to come up with a new shift. Good point. I don't yeah. want to ruin that, so I want to dump him at the hospital as quick as I can. Okay. Yeah, okay, so yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm running the red light. 
Here we go. One uh, count backwards from the seven hundreds by seventy twos. Jesus so, Christ. Seven hundred, six hundred and twenty eight, five hundred and fifty six. Yeah. Yep. Done. Um, we are first round draft picks in <laughs> Tell you what, here. How do we not get picked up? Yeah, I know. I mean, sure, when you're in your forties, I'm near my forties. <laughs> That's not the There's point. There's a chance. Yeah. Um, spell sausage backwards, uh, Adelaide backwards, Washington backwards. Jeez, there's a lot of backwards stuff in here. I don't get the backwards thing. Well, maybe uh, it's uh, maybe it's Richmond. Their game plan. They kick backwards a lot, oh. so they need you to uh, focus everything backwards. There was one here. Uh, a club asked me to tell them every reason why they shouldn't draft me. And Fuck. He, the first answer was, well, I don't want to have to move to the Gold Coast. <laughs> what would you say to that? You go, I'm just, I have a tendency to just be too accurate. Well, that's the thing. You do the whole kind of thing. Oh, I, I'm just, I work too hard. I work I'm too a hard. Perfectionist. Yeah. 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 Uh, I, I do drugs every weekend, but the good stuff. I know that there's no clambuterol mm. in my cocaine. Like I do research. Yeah, I, I get little tester out. There. Yeah. <laughs> and then I have one. Uh, North Ballarat's Jared Berry was asked to reveal the most illegal thing he'd ever done. Fuck. Oh, downloaded Game of Thrones. Is that what he said? No, no. I oh. just made that up. What, what would it be? What would the, a footy player's most illegal thing that they're going to reveal? The guy ran a red light. Yeah, what do you do? Hmm. Uh, maybe shoplifted when I was a little kid, a teenager. Oh, yeah. yeah, probably go with that. I stole a Mars bar from 7-Eleven. Yeah. What oh, would you yeah. ask a draftee? What you you can't putting... exactly say, well, you know... I dumped some, dumped some bad shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, I will be I will be delisted very quickly if my past comes back. Yeah. What question would you put to a draftee? Um, how cheap can we get you for? Okay. Yeah. I don't want to spend too much on you, mate. Yeah. Because you may turn out to be rubbish. Could you live in Sydney? Chances are you're going to turn out to be rubbish. Yeah. If I gave you a quarter of a million dollars, could you live in Sydney? Yeah. How, how much could you save? Yep. <laughs> if I put a can tuna, what's your reaction? Oh, uh, yeah. Talia family. Well, they're, there's, they're, I don't trust them. Shifty. They're they are shifty. <laughs> they're very shifty. I don't trust, you know who I don't trust either is, uh, who's your old Hawthorne little mate? Chaney. Dick Chaney. Yeah. Don't trust him. Spike. Kyle Chaney. He fucking tipped everyone in it. I went to, did a Hawthorne function. Caused a furor. Um, right, We've all got stuff on. A couple of years ago. Yeah. So we did the stand-up thing. I think we talked about this. Oh, when yes. it happened. Just stand-up show for the Mighty Mighty Hawks. Yep. They gave me a training ball with their autograph, which I think one of those lived out the boot of his car. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like you get to meet Ryan Showmakers though, mate. That's right. Got a picture of Ryan. Very happy day for him. And uh, they did an auction. Oh, yeah. So there was a guy with red hair backstage. Mm. And I'm glad he didn't hear me because I, don't know, I went up to him and said, oh, hi, Kyle. And it was just a red-headed dude. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't Al Chaney. It was actually an auctioneer. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, but I was just like, oh, well... He looks about the size of him, yep, and, yep. and I, I, there are other footballers yeah. here, so that maybe is him. And you said hello to a piece of carpet. You said, hello, Brent Guerra. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? Because he had a rug. So yeah. he, had like bad, he had like a wig. No, you're right, yeah. yeah. No. And that's... It's, yeah, no, it looked like carpet. No, it's very, it's very good. It's, yeah, it's strong, <laughs> strong, strong stuff. So it's very confusing, the whole uh, Bulldogs and Adelaide um, uh, controversy about the elimination final last year. Well, I don't think it is. I think it's straightforward. He told his brother what's going on. Yeah. Michael Talia told Daniel Talia where players were going to line up and Adelaide were a step ahead of moves that Footscray made. It cost Footscray the game. It cost Michael Talia his career. But the AFL... So you're saying, you're saying doggies could have gone back-to-back this year? 
Yes, absolutely. They yeah. should have gone back to back. Michael Talley has copped them that, and that's yeah. why he's now in alcoves in Sydney. Bob Murphy would have a medal at least. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one legit. It's it's one it's, a bit, it's a bit you know uh, sneaky around though because Cheney told Ben Stratton about. What yeah, so this, so Cole did. Chaney was at Adelaide at the time. Rang, rang Ben Stratton or they talk regularly? They're having, no, they're having a meeting. Like they're not meeting, but they're having lunch or whatever lunch, the next yep. day. Yeah. Chaney told Strats that Talia Michael had leaked tactics yep. to Crows. And then Strats told Gibbo. And then Gibbo gave Bevo a call. And you know why they do this? Is because they've got no lifestyle. So if the Hawthorne players had something to do. Good point. They wouldn't be fucking going, oh, this is what I heard, Bevo, this is what I heard. They'd be out, you know, doing they, cool shit. If they lived in Richmond. Yeah. yeah. But they're out in Waverley. There's oh, nothing to do. God. It's just fish and chips. bored. Yeah, exactly. And then the AFL did a 63-day investigation. That's, that's thorough. <laughs> that is a very thorough days. investigation, yeah. And they found nothing. And they the found dog- nothing. Doggies are angry. Doggies said that Cheney was, like, disgraceful or something. But why is he disgraceful? Well... Oh, because he then... Fuck, it's complicated. Yeah, okay. Because then he said to the AFL, oh, no, it was just a gag. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that is... That he is, got him. He got him good. That is above Key and Tuna. Yeah, he got that him That is good. a fucking good gag, isn't it? Good. We should get him on the show. Very funny guy. Yeah, got you, AFL. <laughs> and got you, Michael Talia. Cost you your job, but funny. So it took 63 days for the AFL to work that out, yep. that, uh, that no one was really telling the truth. Yeah. And he... Um, and why don't you just go to Michael Talia and go, did you do it? Yeah. Well, he's going to deny it, isn't he? Or was he? he in a room with them for 63 days? Well, I'd say so. They're can very, I, they're very hardcore. It was I, like Guantanamo waterboarding. Or yeah, something yeah, like that. yeah. They do that kind of Gatorade, Gatorade, Gatorade boarding. <laughs> yeah, that's how they do it. If you were okay, if uh, going on to the AFL, they're very thorough. Mm-hmm. They've said that Sam Mitchell and Trent Cotcher need to uh, propose as to why they should win the uh, oh, yeah. 2012 Brownlow. Yeah, that was a weird thing when they say you can come make a pitch as to why you should win it. A bit like Shark Tank, I suppose. Oh, that's a good way to look yeah. at it, isn't it? You show up and you kind of say why you're a great player and why yeah. you deserve the Brownlow. Here's what I'll do with the Brownlow. Yeah. Here's me kissing it. Yep. Uh, here's me staying up all night the night after I've won it. Yep. Uh, what else could you do? You hand out a bit of memorabilia. You go, hey, oh, of course. I sweeten the deal. I give you a signed jumper from 2012. Not bad. Pop that on your wall. You're looking good. So does that mean Sam Mitchell Hawthorne Brownlow medalist or West Coast Brownlow medalist? It'd be a Hawthorne bet. Don't be, don't be like that, Adam. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you'd figure it's going to happen. I mean, it'd be appalling and awful and awful and terrible. Yeah. That, that The day that he will have to hand it over. But you figure that that will happen. Well, you can't not. You can't. You can't have it go through various degrees no. of courts and appeals. But also, now the appeals come back and they said that uh, it, it's gone through. Does that, does that sully? I mean, there's been a lot of sullying in this, uh, in this show. Anyone who ever bought a latte, is that tainted? <laughs> you know, people in Brooklyn just going, oh, fuck, we got it from that Aussie dude. This is not good. You know, we've talked about this before with the merch and stuff like mm. that. If you paid two grand for a Joe Brownlow jumper. Yeah. Like, that's a bit weird now. You've got that. That's... Is that worth anything now? Uh, no. Yeah. Get rid of it. So what about those two? Do they get a refund? Well, I think so. What if you what if you bet? Because I, you and I both bet hundred thousand dollars on a tied grand fine, uh, tied uh, brown line. Absolutely, yeah. And, and we, we said, threw away those tickets. We, we shredded said, them. We said Cochin would come back for getting about three votes in the last three rounds. Yeah. Very, we said we predicted we said a very that. exciting count. Yeah. yeah. And so we're, we <laughs> we stand to win like a couple of million dollars here. Yeah. I mean, we don't have the ticket. No, but trust us. We did. Yeah, we did make the bet. Yeah, fuck. Why would we lie so about that? So we should be honoured, yeah. don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. We should just ring up the TAB and say, "Hey, we put this bet on." They'll take it. They'll take. We're very honest people. Yeah. 
Um, we're going to finish up shortly, but we're talking about um, Cupgate. Oh, actually, very quickly. Yeah. Can I talk about a show uh, on November, Saturday, November 12 at 2 p.m.? I'm going to be chucking around a bit of a football comedy idea. Yep. Uh, it's going to be me hosting. Mm, it's going to be with Adam Rosenbach. Oh, yeah. It's going to be with Lemo. It's going to be with Danny McGinley, the banner man. Don't like him. And Tegan Higginbotham. Mm-hmm. It's going to be at the Easy Street Concert Hall, which is 35 Easy Street, uh, Collingwood. And for tickets, come along. It's going to kind of go for about an hour or so, I yep. reckon. And tickets at junktimeaflpod at gmail.com. So send it. Email to us and request a ticket. So basically what is happening is Michael is wanting to pitch an idea for a TV show. We need an audience to test it out in front of. There we go. It's yeah. a very it's simple very, way to yeah. put it. It's yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Liam's Rosie, Danny, me and uh, Tegan. Yeah, so it's in Collingwood, 12th of November. If you can get there on the Saturday afternoon, Michael's going to be shouting um, uh, foie gras yep. and um, verve yep. for everybody. Yeah. So good on you. But we can't um, – um, Xavier Richards is going to be sleeping out the back, so just uh, <laughs> keep, keep, it it, keep it on hush. And uh, – uh, and we find, we'll put that up on our social media as well so you can get more details. Yeah. So Cupgate, we talked about it at the live show. Yeah. The day after the grand final. Yeah, so North Melbourne. North Melbourne. Uh, their cup in 1996 was gold. Mm. And my, I did not know that. My investigations on the evening of, so okay. it was about 9 o'clock, I suppose, when yep. I walked out of the G. I, shin, I shined my f- 4S yep. light at it. Yep. And I got the impression that it wasn't gold. Okay. Wow. And you know, you know your precious metals. Oh, yes, yes. Your teeth, what are your teeth? Is that platinum? Uh, they're, uh, they're, what do you call it? Um, Tungsten. No, what did George Washington have? Wood. Wood. <laughs> um, so, I thought I'd write Very an email. shiny wood. I'd write an email to the kangaroos. To who? Well, it's just like info at kangaroos.com.au. Oh, okay. Yeah, wow. so I mentioned, I mentioned it's not Brayshaw. Uh Hello. I was wondering if you can help out my friends and I. Okay, I, I lied there. <laughs> I didn't want to sound like a loser. Yeah. We sell the Premiership Cups, or I, yep. Yep. on display at the MCG on Grand Final Day, and to us, again, three, three lies in less than two <laughs> sentences. It looked like the 96 North Melbourne Premiership Cup wasn't the gold one given out 20 years ago. Uh, it was already night time, so it was difficult to tell. And despite trying to shine the flashlights from our phones, I've told another lie. Wow. <laughs> the group fly- flashlights. We couldn't get a conclusive answer. I was wondering if it was the gold cup, and if not, what has happened to the gold one? Okay, so you're obviously, uh, essentially what you're saying here is you are 100% sure that they were giving a, given a gold oh, cup. Oh, yeah, they were given a gold they cup. They were given a yeah, gold yeah, cup. Absolutely. Okay, yeah, yeah, that, that's yeah. fact. Yeah. Uh, they replied, thank you for email. Um, the 1996 cup is gold. It is displayed in the reception area at the club at Arden Street if you'd like to see it again. So it didn't really answer my question. I was, I was suggesting there was some kind was of conspiracy. A, a fakie. Yeah. Yeah. But now what I'm trying to... I, I reckon what probably happened or has probably happened to mm. that cup, it's probably faded. So it's not as gold oh. as it was. I mean, you, you would have to get it probably polished up every now and then. Yeah, that's true. Like they talk about Academy Awards. They actually... They, they seem to break... Chip away. Oh, they're very fragile. Quite simply, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you need That's to get why I never get upgraded. One. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't want one. <laughs> and so I think it's a, it was a faint gold. Uh-huh. A faint, a, like the, the gold had faded. Yeah. So that's my suspicion at the minute. Because I'd find it weird that they actually had a fake cup there. Well, that would be odd. Also, be your detective work could probably uh, extend to maybe seeing it during the day. Yeah. And not, <laughs> not basing it on your iPhone 4S torch. <laughs> but, you know, you, you did a great job, mate. And you followed it up. You followed it up with an info, uh, an email to info. Who, who Did someone reply? Was there a name attached to the reply? Oh, actually, oh, I've lost the email now. Um, I'll type it in again. Uh, I reckon that would just go through to kind of some kind of... 
reception area? Yeah, or? well, I don't want that. I want I want it from the top. I want, you know, if not Brayshaw, then uh, Mark Brayshaw. Oh, or it did come from recep- – well, it's uh, – I won't give a name, actually. No. But um, it says uh, receptionist. Okay. I don't trust her. Yeah. I mean, she's just trying to get rid of you. She thinks you're a fucking lunatic North Melbourne supporter. <laughs> you and all your fucking you mates. mates. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she's up to something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a few footballers in real life. Okay. Uh, from Mark. Oh, we've got to talk about the Rose Hotel too because yeah, we mentioned absolutely. the grand final edition. Check out the Rose Hotel, the rosefitzroy.com.au. Head down there, grab a drink. Uh, plenty of sport coming up over the horse racing period and also the cricket season. Oh, yeah. I can't wait with Pakistan and South Africa coming out, the big three. And then also the uh, women's footy, footy will be kicking off in February before we even know it. It's going to be great. Didn't They had the draft last week, didn't they? Yeah, this yeah, week. yeah. they got a few new rules as well. Like what? Oh, like 16 aside and shorter quarters and stuff like okay. that. Okay, yeah. yeah, cool. It's going to be great. Uh, so check it out. Go down to the Rose Hotel. You'll probably see us in the corner drinking heavily. Yeah, Mark. Well, Mark, I was at the entrance of a local park with my son on grand final eve. I saw this bloke in a suit going into one of the houses nearby. He was chatting to a few other people before he went in. It looked a lot like Gary Ablett Jr., but you know how all bald people look the same. <laughs> Racist. It was him. I saw a muscle car. Muscle car. That's interesting. I like it. I wouldn't thought he'd be that kind of guy. Well. With a Queensland Red Joe, so that could only be him. Well, he's driven down. Oh, a bald guy getting into a... Qu- car with a Queensland. That's not necessarily... No, that's a bikey. <laughs> <laughs> He's just not allowed to associate with other people who look like him. Well, that's nice. That's nice. Gary Ablett Jr. having a good time in Melbourne for the grand final. I'm very surprised that he drove... Good on him for driving the car down. Mm. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. 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 So He's driven across state lines. Got to go and check out. Go and see Dad. Well, no, you got a muscle car. you got to get it out in the open road. <laughs> get the V8 sound. Head down to Dad's and get on the old lawnmower. Yeah, exactly. His dad is probably in the boot. Uh, so, Damien... Uh, my siding was back in the 07, 08 season, off season. Okay. Uh, my mate and I had just finished work in South Yarra and were walking via a loading area behind some retail stores. In one of the parking bays behind Freedom Furniture, we saw Chris <laughs> Chud and his partner, Rebecca. Oh, nice. They'd be married at the time or his partner. I think just partner at that time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, having some uh, goods loaded into their car. This is quite funny, this bit. My mate called out, hey, Juddy, I'm an Eagles fan. To which Juddy replied, yeah, I used to be. <laughs> See, that's a nice one. Fun, Juddy. Fun, Juddy. And and they they wouldn't shop it. They wouldn't shop at Freedom now. That's peasant. That's oh, peasant furniture for them. Not unless you can pop it up on old uh, <laughs> Rebecca loves and get a little cheeky uh, bingo bango for it. Yeah, <laughs> she loves her bingo bango. Here's uh, Lizzie. We'll finish on this one. Lizzie, okay. I've spotted Barry Hall three times in the last few weeks. Uh, um, once at a bar on Bridge Road. Then oh, he's living the lifestyle. <laughs> he's, just, he's told Dion Prestia where to he's go. He's probably yeah, taking Prestia through the you know, yeah. ins and outs of. Yeah. Uh, then at Melbourne Airport, Qantas domestic terminal, early in the morning after the Hawks Geelong final. Okay. So he would have been flying somewhere for the. Who played the fourth final that way? Adelaide, perhaps. No, Hawthorne played on the Friday night. D- who did Adelaide play? North, perhaps. Did he go over there? Yeah. I thought he was in the. I thought he was in the lab though. Yeah, so Giants and Swans were during the day, and then North were... Yeah, that night. Yeah. So he's off to Adelaide. Good on him. So who played on the Sunday? Doggies and... No, there was no Sunday game. It was Thursday, oh, Friday, Saturday, right. Saturday. Yeah. Saturday. Perth, yeah. yeah. Ridiculous. Here we go. We've worked that out. We, didn't, <laughs> we took a detour. <laughs> took a detour. Uh, yeah, at Qantas, and then most recently at Victoria Gardens in the queue for a coffee. As a Swans fan, I thought about going over to say hi, but he never looked too happy to be approached. My other recent sighting was Max Gorn at a cafe in Collingwood. 
the morning after the Swans Geelong final. Mm-hmm. He was sitting out the front enjoying a coffee, soaking up some early morning sunshine. I decided to leave him alone as well. Ah, oh, come on, Lizzie, you got to get involved. Yeah, get involved. I'll have a chat to them. Uh, I, I train at a uh, boxing gym in, in Richmond, and a lot of AFL players come through there. And mm-hmm. Barry Hall came in a couple of weeks ago, and he is as fit as really? he would have ever been. Oh, and he hits the pads like. Yeah, sure. You do know what, you don't want to be Brent Staker. He's flying. Yeah, than he's ever been. Yeah, yeah. You know, mate, he's up there. You would not. I can see why Lizzie avoided him. Um, uh, found love too. You did? No, Barry. Oh, okay, that's great. Yeah, Barry's, you found love with Barry. Barry's found love. Oh, that's good. With uh, Lauren from uh, former High Five member. She was on in right? Africa with him last year. Oh, on the show. Yeah, they found love. That's lovely. Yeah, sweet story. Well, you were over in. Uh, in South Africa, I put, it, with I put it together. I'm the yeah, deal maker. Good on you, man. Yeah, good on you. Yeah. So you and Barry buddies? Uh, no, I never actually talked to Barry. No, okay. no, no. You didn't have inter- interaction with them. Oh, okay. Yeah, like I think I walked past Freddie Flintoff when he got out or something. But yep, yeah, yep. yeah. So That's no, didn't didn't sit him up close. Although actually, Barry was at the party. Hmm. Let me think about that. Yeah, you no, didn't I did chat have to a party him? in the final night. Yeah. No, I didn't chat to him. He was chatting to a few people. I talked yep. to his mate. Okay. Yeah, good on two, you, man. Two mates that came over. Yeah, okay. When they kind of surprised him, like yeah, they would have been Baz's um, wife, but they had split up before then. Ah, oh, that's a shame. And he opened his heart in the jungle. Yep. And now he's found love with uh, Lauren from High Five. That's good, man. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to wrap it up. Okay, replug one more time. Saturday, November twelve, two p.m. Easy Street Concert Hall, thirty-five Easy Street, Collingwood, for our little idea, Adam. Yes, and that. so yeah, if you just want to email us through, and Michael can give you the. Extra details in case you've missed it all there. But, uh, yeah, it's just going to be a run-through of a TV show. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, it's going um, to be a lot of fun. And uh, don't forget the merchandise. Get on the stubby holders. There's only a few left. There's only uh, I Heart the Footbridge. The uh, Gatorade Bukakis have sold out. Oh, very really? Po- very popular. Really? Junk Timers yeah. love a Bukaki. They do love a Bukaki. Good on them. Yeah. We are Junk Time Apple Pod at Gmail on Twitter and Facebook. We're going to pop in shortly, I'm sure. Yes. Yeah, probably in the next fortnight or so, because uh, AFL news never stops. It does not. It has never ceased. Never, ever ceases. And also, when's the draft? Is that end of November? Yeah, I've got the date right here. Uh, the draft is November 25. And where is it? Because uh, it was on the Gold Coast last year, wasn't it? Uh, it was, I think, actually. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we should go to the draft. Uh, do you think they'd let us in? Yeah. The draft will be at... I can't really see that quickly. Oh, yeah, but okay. also, just scrolling through Twitter very quickly... Uh, Bryce Gibbs is gone. Yep, Gibbs is gone to Port Melbourne. Oh, good. (laughs) (laughs) We'll catch you later. Go Hawks. Go Blues. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. 